and you start gazing around and you see two goblins in the tree. Uh, one has a spear and one has a, uh, a, a short sword and they're ready to dive onto Jesus. As you turn and focus, there words. are two giant, probably as big as a carriage, scorpions quickly scurrying towards you. Alright, I could most likely die trying to save people's lives or I could look at the dome find the bard and tell her to sing the songs of my dead friends. <laughs> Slams it on the ground. The entire ground around you is shaking, then cracking, and then suddenly the ground under all of you is gone and you're falling into the darkness. Hey everybody, this is Billy from the Fanable.com role-playing podcast. Today we are going to be playing... That was my drum roll. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. <laughs> miracle occurred. Yes, a miracle occurred. <laughs> Ooh, let's not call it that yet. <laughs> <laughs> As many of you know, uh, some of us do not like fantasy. Some of us love what? fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got no idea. I, all I know I is Angela's playing is. the magic person. Ha. Um, no. 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 Just so you know, a little bit of my background of Dungeons & Dragons, uh, much like all of you beautiful listeners, I actually started with Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, my Dungeons & Dragons of choice was 2.5, and I actually wanted to play 2.5 again. And then Jesus and I were at Met- Metatopia? Metatopia. Oh, no, no Maelstrom. No, no. Maelstrom. 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 And it was good. Like, I will be so, like, there are some issues I have with uh, Dungeons and Dragons that I'll get into later. Uh, but overall, this, they have really streamlined this entire process. Uh, you guys have had, uh, to, uh, had time to explore. What do you guys think so far? Like, the character creation is fairly simple. Much simpler than I expected, honestly. So I had fun with that. Yeah, I keep looking around the corner for the next, for, for the shoe to drop where it becomes wildly complicated. And actually, it guides you pretty well. And, uh, like I brought up before we started rolling, uh, they really do try to guide you into having a character with a background and yeah. like a story. Yep. So, okay. Uh, just so you guys all know, uh, inspirations are a little bit like fate points. Uh, it allows you to have an advantage at any role that uh, you want. I don't actually have to choose. You choose. Uh, you can use uh, an inspiration to either give yourself an advantage or to negate a disadvantage. So if I say, hey, you have a disadvantage for this role, you say, no, I'm going to use my inspiration. Once your inspiration is gone, it's gone until you do something clever, make me snort, make me laugh, and your inspirations will be used. Oh. Will be these little pins. So, okay. cool. Blah. 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 Okay. So... Jesus, I'm going to get rid of all the all these like uh, beans that are around you. Oh, come on. So you don't just throw eight of them at me? <laughs> so we'll be playing Dungeons & Dragons. But, of course, I'm not going to actually take the uh, setting from Dungeons & Dragons. I am going to make my own. So in, in a way, we are doing what we talked about in our GTRT. Uh, as we know, we've played fantasy before where we've done the Cronuts of fantasy. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Jesus, no where at one point we will be... Oh, I can't say it anymore. I haven't posted it yet. Uh, it'll be posted by the time this airs. Oh, yeah, yeah. We will be riding a, a, a whale through space. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I, well, um, I think the half the game, the end half, we just gave up. I, I think we I did. just said, yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. Sure. Um, I remember at one point you're like, do you want to either have eternal power <laughs> now or slight power 
for like the rest of your life. And I'm like, well, we're never coming back to you. So yes, make me a god. <laughs> no, it was Angela's call. I remember. Yeah, because yeah. we were going to go with the ladder and we'd be like, oh, we're going to get buffs for this final confrontation. And then Angela's like, wait, is the other option we just get to wrap now? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we. This is not a. Uh, it's not the Cronuts. This is more of a fine salad of fantasy, of very light. Uh, we're thinking Dragon Age uh, when you uh, or Games of Thrones, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So starting out, you guys are having sex with the letter A. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really oddly for, enough. Oh, he's giving you oh, the D, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps on saying, "Oh, oh, 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 wow." Yeah. Okay. Touche, sir. Touche, <laughs> sir, indeed. So you roll off him into a chocolate fountain and you start off in a donut. <laughs> Which is a circle that goes on forever until you're it reaches until the boundaries. Yeah. It reaches the boundaries exactly. of the chocolate kingdom. Okay. Exactly. Or is the vanilla kingdom. Or we are going to play a, a very light campaign. And I'm actually going to read you uh, the history of my world just to give you an idea of what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give you a few racial notes. Uh, that is about races. Race, <laughs> races taking place in and the well, truth cities is taking oh, place. Oh, Billy is coming out right now. I don't want to hear it from you. Not you. <laughs> I don't want to hear it from you, God. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Okay. It's already breaking up the group. Deep breath, honey. Dragon <laughs> is our work. <laughs> okay. So let's begin Dungeons and Dragons. Otavia was once beautiful. That is the land you are, you are in. Cultivated by the elves who followed the Eternal, the land was a garden that brought food and shelter to the occupants. The elves spread the gifts of the Eternal from every mountain to every coast. The Eternal was the all-giving tree, its root buried deep within the ground and spoke for the land itself. It was the guiding force that brought peace and security for generations. The other gods grew jealous of the Eternal and his faithful followers, their arrogance and hatred for mortals had poisoned their faithful flocks, and they found their power diminishing with each person who decided to reject their claims and run to the welcoming arms of the Eternal. Using the last of their combined might, the gods summoned forth the abominations long buried under the ground. Creatures of unimaginable horror spewed from the oceans and mountains, consuming all life in its wake. The prosperous land of Altavia burned and ran with blood, the Eternal weeping with every loss of life. It was then, in its darkest hour, that the Eternal bestowed its power to Shavaskian. Wow. Shavaskian, an elven priest. Shavaskian used the power of the Eternal to create safe havens for people. Those who gathered tightly together and shared their love for the Eternal would be forever shielded from the horrors on the outside. And that is exactly what happened. Villages and lands were surrounded by a water-like dome, which kept the abominations out from the towns. The dome only kept the abominations out. Anything else was able to travel in or out of the bubble at their own risk. That was 200 years ago. The abominations still patrolled the shield, great creatures of immense power that seemed to only want to feast on the blood of the followers of the Eternal. While trade does occur occasionally between the villages, the domes, most villages are self-sufficient. You guys, your village is named Trezabon. Your town, Trezabon. It's a small village with no more than 150 people. Your town has farmland, some of the mountain, and a corner of a forest within the, uh, the dome. The farmland allows for plenty of food to be grown, as well for a marginal grazing stock of bovine. 
The forest, though only a small corner of it, has an abundance of food to be hunted. Boar, turkey, and the occasional deer are seen here, as well as predators such as wolves and bears. The mines don't go too deep into the mountain. A vein of nectar growth, which is, in this world, it is basically a metal that is kind of like a fungus. Hmm. It regrows. That's cool. Has been cultivated within the mines, which give the dwarves plenty to dig up without chancing tunneling too deep. The town has an assortment of homes, a school, a tavern, a library, a blacksmith, a militia house, as well as a temple dedicated to the Eternal itself. Everyone in the village is expected to perform a duty when they begin, and they begin apprenticing at the age of 12. And quickly, the races that you will find within this village. You will find dwarves. Uh, Stocky, who loves the mines. Uh, they're not so pro-eternal, but you know, they go to church and they sleep in the back. Like good, like good religious people. <laughs> uh, there are halflings. Um, they are more, they, there's not many of them. There are two, uh, two actual families of them. One owns the, uh, the tavern, one owns a farm, and they have a blood feud between each other. Naturally. Naturally. They do not like each other, which is kind of bad because they need to breed eventually. Uh, there are half-orcs. Uh, now, a way a half-orc works in my world is there is, there is not a... A half-orc doesn't occur when a half when an orc has sex with a human or vice versa. It occurs... Basically, if you've ever had an orc as an ancestor, it could randomly pop up back into your generation uh, and uh, back up into a baby generations past. So you might have human, human baby, human baby, human baby, and then a half orc because your ancestor long ago had sex with an orc. That is how half orcs work. And there's only two in town currently. One actually is the mayor of the town, and the other is an PC here. Uh, humans. There are plenty of humans. A lot of humans actually. There are half elves. There are elves, two kinds: wood elves and high elves. The big difference, and most of these people, oh, and there's also Utari, which are, uh, lizard men, which, uh, they are actually known as the people who travel between the villages because they can camouflage themselves. Uh, still very risky, but they are the best to get from village to village. Uh, they worship gambling. Uh, just so you know, quick note, uh, Trezavon is incredibly safe, like all domes, no mo- abominations can get in. Uh, occasional goblin raid does occur. Uh, but those are easily put down. And mostly everybody uh, from humans to half-elves to wood-elves to dwarves to Atari live to a ripe old age of 50. Uh, except for the high-elves, who, of course, live... Uh, high-elves are the only creatures that can live up to, like, 350, 500 years old. They are very old and wise, and God bless them in the eternal. So, we're going to go around the table, quickly discussing about who is who, and I'm going to start with this stocky fellow right here. Ah, damn it. Alright. <clears throat> hey guys, it's Jesus, and I'm playing Doran Stormbender, greatest dwarf of our... Mom, shut up. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm playing Doran Stormbender. I work uh, with my family in the mines, in that they hunt for fungal growths, and I protect them from the great evils of goblins that... Get into the mine and have other people fight the battles as I say. Hey, suppose. boy! Boy, gnome! Gnome! <laughs> we need you to uh, take out the slop bucket. Uh, it's been a, it was a big breakfast for me. Do it before, I t- do it before your sister gets up. Alright, fine. God damn it, Dad. I was trying to tell a story here. Yeah. I'm a fighter! Dad! <laughs> hey, Zeus, how old are you? I am 18 years old. 
18 years old. Uh, Jesus is a security guard at the mine. <laughs> so, so, uh, dwarven drinking age is what? Fetal? <laughs> uh, dwarven drinking age is like, there's no drinking age. <laughs> you don't serve it to a baby because that just makes them scream loud, uh, cry louder. Uh, so, my family would, would, would say no. You don't, you don't serve it to a baby because they tip the, they tip the beer stein. Yeah. They have drinking that, problems. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a, that is a dwarven drinking problem. Yeah. They can't, they aren't uh, strong enough to hold it and, if you're gonna have the mom hold it, then she's gonna have to drink it, and the baby gets pissed, and they get in a fist fight. Oh, that—that that is the, why. That is why they. The, the so they have to wait until five. they're like yeah, five years old. Yeah, that's when they can probably hold the beer stuff. But uh, yeah, you are. Uh, do you have a, any siblings, Jesus? I have one sibling. Because I wrote it down. I have one little sister, eight, eight years old. Oh, named... she's just starting to get her whiskers. Yes, she is. Her name is Sadora. Sadora. Yes. Great. Yep. Jesus, who? Uh, thank you very much. And David, what about you? What's your character? Hey everybody, this is Dave. I'm going to be playing Kai, who is a shocker among shockers. He's a monk! Guys, we're playing another game where I get to play a monk. So I made a monk. I don't give a damn. <laughs> um, so I'm playing a monk who's a wood elf. I'm not playing a human for once, um, because wood, elf, wood elves are friggin' bangarang. Um, <clears throat> Kai is, uh, he is, uh, 17 years old. Roughly, he doesn't know exactly when he was born because unfortunately his parents are gone dead uh, and he was given over to a kindly at that point younger middle-aged gentleman well first um, you were given to the temple oh right 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 yeah i was given to the temple mm-hmm. um which was a uh it was a it was a difficult fit uh kai didn't like being told what to do kai was very restless kai would often forego his duties in the temple and steal candles and try to escape. Um, and, uh, and after a, a time, he was, uh, loaned to a, uh, local gentleman, uh, a local guy who was basically a handyman, I guess you could say. Uh, he's known as a monk. He has yeah. his own ways, but mm-hmm. he volunteers. That's what, that is what he's known as. If you need someone to pick, uh, vegetables, he will volunteer. If you need someone to fight off some, uh, an ogre, he will volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eternal needs somebody to clean the, the church, he'll volunteer, sure, whatever. He's a volunteer. Okay. Well, I am now a volunteer's volunteer. <laughs> so I'm, a vo- volunteer. I'm an apprentice volunteer. This is the, still got learned. this is the worst internship <laughs> ever. <laughs> so. And what's his name? Uh, my, my, uh, guy's name is Bay. Bay thank you. Forgot to write that he down. He is a, uh, he, he is also known, uh, not only as a volunteer, but also as the town drunk. Yep. He, uh, he is not drunk to you. You know that guy is wise as fuck. But he has been known to forego pants, uh, when drinking. Yeah. He, he believes that if he's drinking, it's gonna come out anyways. <laughs> so why wear pants? Easy access. Easy access. And usually this is fine when it's just you, but after he gets really drunk, he occasionally says, I want to eat something, and he goes into town. Yep, exactly. And he forgets he has no pants on. Yeah, but he's the kind of man who's like, what, you've all got one? You've never seen one before? And then he'll just kind of like drunkenly shake his head at the like wife of whoever he's berating. Which head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, he has two heads, Angela. He's a cyclops. Well, not that head, but the other one's okay. <laughs> okay. So we're moving on. Angela, who is your character and why? 
Um, I give up now, and I'm just going to leave, because clearly you, you boys want some time together. <laughs> oh, God, I'm getting the stare. Okay. Uh, hi, everyone. This is Angela. I'm playing Gwen Starag. I am a half-orc. My mom is a hunter for the town, and my dad is the carpenter. I have a younger brother. He's a nerd. Hey! You're a nerd. I am Talvi, and I will be the next great mage of this entire town. So the next mage of this entire town. <laughs> hey, there's a there's a ma- there is there is a mage, a librarian. Just more of a, to be a PC. More of a cantrip kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like I'm a mage, and you're like, what? You know, magic missile? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm a master mage. He, he is the archmage. The librarian has called himself the archmage because he knows how to cast magic. <laughs> so he's the only guy from IT who will actually help us. <laughs> so therefore, as far as we're concerned, he's an elite hexor. <laughs> exactly. All right. He's the guy that uh, tricks someone into giving him his Facebook uh, account and hack <laughs> them. Nice. But Talvi is his Super apprentice. Hacks. Yep. I am the apprentice huntswoman to my mom. Okay, great. Uh, do you uh, have anything cool about you? Anything on you? I have uh, a necklace that I always wear. It is a boar's tooth. Everyone makes fun of me and asks if it's my baby teeth, but it's not. It's from the first boar that I killed. I also have the uh, hilt, broken hilt of a sword from one of my ancestors. Yes, very cool. It's an old uh, that you... Keep on. Does any of you guys have anything else about about your character that you have on you? Anything yes, interesting? Yes, I do. I have. Hey, Jesus? I have upon me an old diary from my great great grandfather, Fullen Stonebender, one of the greatest warriors of our time. I think because it says warrior in the book. There's not. I can't read much of it. It's mostly black or burned or ripped apart. But from what I've understood, important things happen in it, and if I could eventually read it, I will understand something. Yes. Something. 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 Possessions bind us to a world that is a lie. Oh, well then there you go. So we're going to start off with adventures. <laughs> Shut up, hobo. <laughs> Assistant hobo. I can't take my hobo's test until next year. <laughs> okay. We're going to start out like we do... Like uh, a normal Sunday for you guys. You all are being woken up one at a time, not together because you're not that friendly. (laughs) Angela, you are woken up for the seventh time. And this time your mom has opted for her seventh time ritual of banging pots together uh, over where you sleep. Mom. Guinevere? No, it's not my name. Guinevere. I will call you, I will call you by your grown up name if you decide to get up. We have eternal, we, the temple is, you know, uh, what's your father's name again? Hold on people, I have it written down somewhere. That's your mom. Steven the absent. Leomore, Leomore, get your help me get your daughter up, and of course your dad opens up the uh, the door, walks forward, <laughs> grabs uh, starts uh, grabs the end of the bed and starts dragging it through uh, out out the out the room. Get up! No, it's get not- up! We're we are about to get to the stairs, and I will let you fall. <laughs> I will. Oh, here they come! No, 
Oh no! So shaking the bed. You live on a one story. Like you only live one story. So these stairs have, that he's been threatening with are bullshit. You figured that out ten years ago. One day he's gonna pay those dwarves to build those stairs. He starts shaking it. Get up! Come on! Get up! This is the entire game. Fine. Uh, you finally crawl out of bed, and uh, your dad is dragged, you know, you out into the hallway. Uh, Talvi kind of jumps over the bed as he's moving towards the kitchen. Uh, he's already in his be- his Sunday best, which is a cloak. And uh, he grabs a-, a book or two, and the mom's like, no. And he's like, oh, and he puts the books back. But, of course, you see that he kind of slides one in the back pocket. Uh, and of course, uh, you look back in your room, and your mother has hung up your your Sunday dress. No. Yes. It's too cold to wear that. Your mom looks outside, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> the birds are swinging. It is sunlight out. Some kid, some man's running out without pants. <laughs> Cue as you're chasing your uh, 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 mentor Bay yep. down. Uh, you couldn't find him in the morning, da- yep. uh, uh, David, mm-hmm. uh, and so you 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 used your keen monk-like abilities. Chew pretty much knock on every door that you know he visits. Well, I can't see him, but you can sure as hell smell him after a Saturday. <laughs> yes, you found him in the pig pen, yeah. uh, where uh, at the tavern after he uh, enjoyed himself last night, he mm-hmm. decided to sleep with a beautiful babe, mm-hmm. and that babe uh, and him were snuggling when you found him like sleeping in the mud. Great. You have his pants. Yep, Master Bay, Master Bay, Master Bay, Master Bay. What? Sensei Bay, Sensei Bay, Sensei Bay, Sensei Bay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is. I haven't even gotten a character description. Two dick, dick jokes. Yeah. Buckle in, everybody. All right, so, Sensei Bay, Sensei Bay, Sensei Bay. Yeah, 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 I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah, yeah. But, but these aren't. We are. Uh, we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, he stands up and stumbles out of the pig pen. God, this place. You. I thought you were going to keep this place clean. Um. <laughs> yes, I will tell Farmer. Sty, the farmer of the sty that I, that old Farmer Stein? Oh, crap, I'm not in my home. Oh, he looks down noticing that his <laughs> pants are in fact not on it either. I just hand him his pants while looking away. He takes them. Yep. Slips them on. Alright, what day is it? Uh, it's Sunday. Okay, Sunday. what do I have to do on Sundays? We have to go to temple. Oh, I don't want it. I'm going to go to back to bed. No, 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 no. I stop him. I, st- <laughs> I, I, sh- I shut the gate for, to the sty. <laughs> shut the, no, no, you can't. <laughs> you stay out of this. <laughs> we can't. We have to be at the temple because the service of the eternal is a responsibility for all of us, is what the elves will tell me when I show up without you. Okay. All right. Come on. Okay. Just... Remember, your job is to wake me up if they ask me anything. Okay. Sure. Great. Times I've had to do that before. Whacking him on the head (laughs) with a piece of wood, splashing water on him. At one point, just taking a live snake from a bag and dropping it on his pants. (laughs) But at least he has them on. (laughs) Exactly. Except for that one time. The service starts, and... um, the, the entire town. Really, the temple of this town is like, think of a stadium at a mediocre college campus. It is, a, it is, it's not huge, but for you guys, it's the biggest building you've ever seen. You guys are on benches stacked. 
looking down towards the middle where a lone tree grows. It's a beautiful tree, beautiful, hard, white oak uh, with trees, with leaves that have anything from purple to red to green that shift as the, the light um, from the sun uh, beams down on top of it. It's more of a Colosseum-like sort of effect. And in the center stands uh, the High Elves. Now, High Elves, unlike the Wood Elves, are incredibly tall. I'm talking six feet to seven feet tall. Their ears are longer. They're pale as the snow. Uh, long hair, usually ranging from blonde to black. Uh, no brown. And as they move and they uh, start people seeing people funnel in, uh, they, uh, they, they're nodding their head and doing their greeting. There's six of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Angela, your family uh, walk in. Uh, they're fairly, you're fairly early because your mother is the type to say you need to be there ten minutes early. And of course, you are wearing uh, your dress, which your mother is wearing as well. Not the same dress. That'd be <laughs> weird. Uh, your dad's in his fine cloak, and you see your brother. He immediately just shuffles off to like uh, uh, the benches where a lot of the teenagers sit. Your brother's has gotten to the point where he doesn't want to sit with his parents, and he doesn't have to, according to the Eternal. <laughs> and so he sits down, and he immediately opens up uh, a book that he's trying to trying to hide, like in the crook of his arm. Like it looks like he's just kind of like leaning awkwardly, mm-hmm. but you could tell that he's reading a book. Which is normally what your brother does. Nerd. And of course, uh, the eternal, uh, one of the priests, uh, this one, uh, uh, Quilantus, he's, uh, the high priest, he walks forward and says, ah, yes. What are your last name again? Uh, Starig. Starigs, the Starigs, yes. Ah, how, how are you today, Gwendolyn? It's Gwen. Ah, we're still in that phase. Well, Gwyn, uh, we are very excited for you to be joining us. He says this like he's never seen you guys before. He says this every week. Does he also get my full name wrong every week? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's it's just, now it's just the power of wit. It's, now <laughs> this is a, like a power a, a power play between you two. He <laughs> worships the person. eternal dick move. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, he greets you guys, and of course your mother and dad are going to be sitting uh, where they usually sit. Uh, where where are you going to sit? I sit with them. Okay, you sit with them. Okay. I don't like the other teenagers. They make fun of my teeth. Okay. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, as you are sitting down, uh, the uh, the uh, the priest starts moving towards the center. The uh, the hymns uh, start playing. Uh, people start chanting. Uh, the six, the five other elves are speaking, and I, you know it as uh, the language of the eternal, uh, but it's high elf. And uh, just as they begin to speak, the door opens up, and Bay's like, "Hold on, baby, hold on, I'm here, I'm here." Oh shit, I didn't wear pants. Oh no, look at this guy, <laughs> nailed it. Um, uh, I'm here. Kai, where's Kai? Right behind you. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Right behind you. Uh, we're here. We're here. He holds up a hand. And, of course, there's a slight twitch to uh, Quilantis's, uh eye, but he, he forces a nod, like, thank you very much for doing the bare fucking minimum. <laughs> Kai, uh, he's your, your master's moving to the end, like, kind of the back row and kind of flops down. Oh, my God. Oh, thank the Eternal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you sit down next to him. And of course, the uh, hymns start again. Oh, 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 oh. And then uh, Quilantis opens his mouth to speak, and suddenly the doors fly open again, and the dwarves walk in. Now, the dwarves make up a very 
small amount. Well, uh, <laughs> they're, 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 they've heard that joke once. <laughs> <laughs> and only once. But they are a minority. They are a minority, as in there is a clan of 12. There was 12 dwarves in all made up of three families. And uh, there's 15, actually. And you all walk in in unison. Uh, first off, the uh, the elders, the uh, oldest ones, they stroll in uh, reeking of dirt mm-hmm. and soot. They do not wear their best to church. In truth, some of them still have their pickaxes over their uh, their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And they don't even bother like Bay saying, sorry, I'm late. Yeah. They walk in. They notice that it hasn't started, and they're like, oh, shit, we, made it, we need to delay this a little bit more. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they just go in the back and start sitting down. Okay. And, of course, uh, the very last one, mm-hmm. who is now in charge of making sure his sister follows along, is Jesus' character. All right. Uh, Doran just walks in with his little sister head. <clears throat> uh, what was I supposed to say? Oh. Uh, fellow congregation. Congregation. Whatever. Uh, I apologize for my brothers and sisters. We were, you know, busy doing real work. Thank you. And we go ahead, we head to the back. So I whispered, we, I whispered to my mom, I'm like, I have real work. Bay starts clapping his hands. He's still sleeping, kind of like. Yep. He's like, yeah! Praise the eternal. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Finally, one of the elves do... Uh, and then of course the, yeah, the hymns start the hymns start again and of yep. course it is your stereo, stereotypical three hour service three hours three hours of talking about the eternal three hours of blessing the dome um, occasionally uh, a deep shadow will cover the entire uh, come down as it's blotted out by the sun you would all look up and there is a giant Almost like a pterodactyl-like creature, a giant lizard-like thing flying over the dome at that point. Uh, as soon as it spots you, it and crashes into the dome and then takes off again. It can't get through. It's one of the abominations. And whenever that happens, the, the cries of the Eternal ring out. Uh, thank God we're saved from being eaten by a giant pterodactyl. <laughs> Um, Fair enough. Just so you guys, your observation skills. I'm not gonna, you know, let's just do a perception roll, just so we can get that out of the way. We, I just want you guys to get a, an idea of what a perception roll uh, does. <laughs> Come on, nine. Okay, fifteen. Do you have a perception uh, proficiency? Yes, I already added in the plus four. Okay, so, so nine, fifteen, 15. Uh, eight. <laughs> wow, your perception is actually pretty good. Yeah, no, I got a plus five. For what? Uh, plus um. Oh, it's you're a plus three for my wisdom, and it's and a plus, plus two because I'm yeah. an elf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Wow. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a really it, bad score. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean you that would be three, great but in the hands yeah. of another player. Yeah. You yeah. could really do something with that. Uh, David, you don't notice anything. No, because my sensei is too busy. He keeps taking his walking stick and then trying to move my chair a bit so that I start to lose balance. And he's drunk and just fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll like try to adjust and then he'll try to do it to like a kid in front of us. And I'll be like, stop. And he'll just be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. are not paying attention. Nope. Uh, hey, Zeus, you're a dwarf being spoken about by uh, about uh an elven god. I'm barely half awake. Right? Yeah, and you look down the line. Your job right now, Jesus, as the uh, junior uh, militiaman of the mine, I, is to stay awake and if they call on the dwarves to nudge them, and they will nudge the elder, and he will wake up. Gloiner! 
Exactly. Yeah, okay. That is your job. So you're just most you're you you are zoning out, thinking of all things dwarven, drinking, gambling, rocks, yeah. and the only thing you're thinking about, is, uh, listening to, is if they say dwarf. Uh-huh. I just imagine everybody has like the same kind of fast twitch, like knee jerk reaction. So because you're the furthest on the left, you nudge the guy with on the right with the staff of a or with the like the pommel of your axe and it just goes in a line <laughs> yeah, until exactly. it reaches the oldest dwarf who then like lashes at it thin air and then stands up with the same momentum <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is exactly how it is that hasn't Fuck happened yeah, yet dwarfs. angela uh, as you look around you because you're bored uh, of course bored. you see talvi just reading his book not paying attention and you notice that that's kind of down the line a lot of the humans are here some of them are really into it Creepily so. You've seen those people that go to uh, some to some churches who are, yeah, some people are really into that motherfucker. Um, and then you have a couple of humans who are just kind of nodding along. Uh, but you also see humans mostly just talking amongst themselves. This is kind of a relaxed. The elves, the wood elves especially, save for one, David, mm-hmm. um, they are very committed. All of them are raising their hands for the eternal and the high elves, which are only the priests are clearly into it. And, uh, you do see occasionally, uh, uh, out the window, you see lizard men just walking, uh, running, having their good. Cause they're not here. Um, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> the, the halflings are too busy glaring at each other from across the room. Um, <laughs> But that's as bad as their blood feud ever comes. Well, there was the pie contest of uh, eight, but we don't talk about that. But um, they're just glaring at each other. Uh, but this is kind of how Sunday services are for you. A lot of people, this is monotony to you. A lot of the younger generation, it's come to be shown, don't really find these exciting. Because it's boring. And as they keep on going, at the very end of the service, they they speak up and they start going through the. This is the thing that you guys mostly are interested about, the town as a whole, like the town news. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, Jesus, you hear the word dwarf. And then Gavin. The oldest of dwarves, he's like, oh, what's this? he stands up and leans against his pickaxe, which he uses as a walking stick, puts his belly on top of it, ah. and just looks around, clears his throat, it's and, party uh, your belly. uh, yes, uh, I am Ga- Gavin. How are you? <laughs> uh, Quilantis kind of smirks, rubs his brow, and says, Gavin, hello, I was hoping you could, uh, Tell us, how how is the uh, growth in the mine coming? And Gavin's like, oh, um, fine. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, slowly but surely, the... Uh, Corlantis, he's a nice old man. Yeah. Yep. He's he's one of those... There's a lot of high elves, especially the younger high elves in the temple, who are snooty. Corlantis mm-hmm. is that preacher that everybody likes. He's not too judgmental. He likes, he loves the Eternal, but he also kind of finds you guys funny. He's, uh, actually Kai, he, he, he caught you, uh, one time when you were younger, uh, stealing supplies, mm-hmm. um, to escape again. And he actually helped you escape and he brought you to bay. Aww. Not, and it was more of a, a joke. He, you weren't escaping, but he, you like him. Yeah, I had help from a, 
my my last successful escape, I had help from the inside. Exactly. Which validates my concerns about the structure. <laughs> and of course, uh, so Qualant just kind of disrupts. He's like, oh, righty. Um, we, of course, are going to be asking for volunteers. Apparently there has been goblins seen within the forest, and we were hoping that we could all come together. Uh, there's only one or two goblins, but, of course, we need a, a scouting party. Uh, do we have any volunteers? Oh. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh. A dwarf! Yeah. A dwarf! Yes, Yay. yes. Um, I won't be pissed bucket duty tonight. Yes! So, oh, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Here's what happens with my character. My my sensei is now taking his little darts, the, the like little needle darts with uh, some feathers on the end, and he is casually flicking one with his hand without even like raising it from his lap, and it is bouncing off of multiple pillars, off of pots and gongs, and and it's landing right back in his hand, an impossible feat. And he keeps on. I'm trying to stop it from happening because he's getting closer and closer to like the bonnet of Mrs. Periwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> and like all these, but like he's just getting closer to total chaos. But I'm only a first level. I can't stop darts, so I keep flailing my arms in the air. <laughs> and so it's like they're like, "We flail, have a mission, flail." Would any flail? <laughs> and so finally, like, would he, anybody like to volunteer? Flail. I do flail, and then the dart goes right into my hand. <laughs> oh! Excellent. Uh, thank you, Kai. We'll definitely use your help as well. Uh, does anybody else want to volunteer? And me. Oh, Gwyn. That's right. Gwyn. He he nods. His, he, t- <laughs> he touches his ears. Like ah, look at this. Look at this guy. He listens. <laughs> Gwyn's like, yeah, I'm gonna cut those off when you're alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We got three volunteers, uh, and of course your mother. He, she offers a nod. Your dad doesn't look particularly happy, mm-hmm. but goblins are. Very easy to deal with. They're mostly passed with swords. <laughs> oh, so like New York rats. <laughs> yeah, the Brooklyn rats. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh man, I got rats. That sucks. Can you help me? <laughs> with these rats? The Brooklyn rats, so they'll either, either want to kill me, stab me, or sing a musical. Okay. <laughs> There's switchblading markings on my walls. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, excellent. Uh, afterwards, please, uh, you are dismissed and let the eternal shine down and encompass you within the dome. Oh, uh, please, the volunteers, uh, move forward and speak with me when you're done. Thank you. All right. All right. I hand off my sister to my father. It's like, uh, sorry, Dad, I can't, you know, and I just walk away. <laughs> good speech. <laughs> it was a good speech. No, for a dwarf, yeah, it's a good, really good speech. The dwarves, as soon as he says, you can go. They're fine. Oh, oh, we can leave. And they all just stand up and they just march. They're marching back to their fucking lives. Yeah, doing yep. real work. Yes. Yep. Uh, the only delay is when you give your uh, sister to your father. Yep. He nods. You say that impassioned speech <laughs> and then walk off down yeah. the alleyway of uh, uh, the uh, the aisle. Yes, uh, Kai. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I just kind of, uh, uh, I, I take the dart out of my hand. It's a small wound and like, uh, look at it and then I look to my right and say, since I what? And he's gone. <laughs> His head's on the chair. <laughs> that is the best thing ever. Oh, okay. So, okay, and then I just kind of stand up and I walk towards the podium. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, uh, Talvi, he, as soon as you start walking, Angela, uh, your mother, she, she, she pats you on the shoulder, you know, 
proud hunter to proud hunter. Your dad, of course, walks, envelops you in a hug, which is almost comical at this point because you are a tower. You are a towering. How tall are you? Uh, I'm probably, I, I figure I haven't finished growing, so I'm like six feet. You're six feet. And your arms are ridiculous. Like, when you don't flex, you don't tear your shirts too much. <laughs> You're, that's how big you are, got, you've grown. And, of course, your daddy wraps you in a hug, kisses you on the forehead, and says, be careful, okay? I will, Dad. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, look at me. Now, uh, make sure, if you have to run, that's okay. Do not go past the dome. I won't. Thank you. Gives you another kiss on the forehead, and he moves off. And as you're walking, your parents are, are starting to walk away. Angela, you notice uh, these two uh, walking uh, towards the podium. And you also notice a fourth person who is trailing, well, you, Talvi. Go away, Talvi. Hey, hey, no, no. I'm, I don't know if you know this, but I know some spells and I can find these uh, goblins like no that. One, no one needs your help. Excuse me. I am the most intelligent one in this room as we speak right now. That is not enough, of course. Abraze the Eternal, all that jazz. Um, but I can locate these goblins like a, a spell. So, he, uh, he starts like going through that. He's like, I can. Um, I no. can follow their tracks. Uh, well, you know what? I don't need you. I'll do it myself. I don't need you. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Goodbye. And he just turns and he's walking away. Goodbye. He's nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Pants gone. No. <laughs> so you guys both, uh, as you see, uh, David, you kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of see a, a vision of what you could have been as mm-hmm. everybody leaves the wood elves, um, mm-hmm. of the temple. They all stand up and they start cleaning up the benches, mm-hmm. uh, scrubbing the floors. Uh, some of them are actually bringing food to the high elves and stuff like that. Um, and they love it. Mm-hmm. This is, this is them serving the eternal. Can we say they also start singing? Of course, it's a, yep. it's a, this is not, this is more of a, a work tune. Yeah, exactly. But what else? What like, else love a good song? They are mm-hmm. very much of, hey, we're working now. Hi ho. Hi ho. Dwarves are not singers. Not really. At least, we are good whistlers though. Awesome ha. whistlers. You guys are known for whistling. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so since we're all walking up to the same place, do you want to do physical character descriptions? Yeah, absolutely. So let's go to, uh, since the first one would be, uh, this, Short stumped man, mm-hmm. Jesus. Tell me about as you're walking down the aisles. You all all are coming down mm-hmm. separate aisles. Since there's multiple aisles. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys are just approaching. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. All right. Uh, look at this cling. <laughs> look, <at this>, <laughs> look at this cling, 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 cling. Put the eternal, eternal. Everybody, eternal. Cling, 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 cling. They're not very creative with their song. No, <laughs> no. It's it's a four it's a four chord pop song every time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dorn is actually wearing generic, sort of like a generic. Uh, pants and shirt for like suited for mining, so some bits of leather here and there to protection, but still also kind of clad in some some dirt. He also has his battle axe with him at all times as well. Uh, That's very kind of uncommon, mm-hmm. but it's not uncommon for teenage dwarves. Oh, okay. Um, most dwarves do not carry around anything but a pickaxe. Oh, okay. Um, but it's very common for a dwarf to be like, "No, I'm a." Look at me, I'm a warrior, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, sure you are." So but, you, so but I, but I am a warrior. So it, it, it's not unusual, okay. but that's why you carry okay. it around because you feel it makes you like you. You look kind of like mm-hmm. you already have your beard. You look like if someone has never met a dwarf before, they would look at you like, "Oh, he's an adult," and mm-hmm. then you're like, "I'm 18," mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, yeah. So you kind of do things that try to make you look yeah. bigger. You, you you stand straighter. Mm-hmm. You have a 
battle axe yep. at your side. Yep. I also have a darkish skin. I have my beard. But also, just to make myself try to look tougher, I actually shave my head. Because I got a battle scar on it. What actually happens is why I actually fell down when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was grasping for a beard. I tipped over and the beard started hit me in the head. But it looks menacing as hell. I think. Yes, we remember we remember our son when he fought and failed at <laughs> <Yeah. that> beer. <laughs> You're the only will be warped to get your ass kicked by a beer. That beer will be sung about in our halls for <laughs> everyone knows the epic IPA battle of <laughs> Um anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you um uh, yeah, you definitely make it down there, mm. not a problem. But I was just gonna bring up uh how big is your beard? You only start growing it for about five oh, years. Oh, yeah, so hot, generally like what? A few inches? So, yeah, it, yeah, is, it is yeah a few inches out. Yeah, black uh, beard. A no, black, black beard yeah. that's puffy. And if you it was a beard on a man like me, I'd be like, look at me. I, I finally went through puberty. <laughs> Unlike I, this patchwork that I've been working on for like oh. a fucking four years oh, and failing. That's, that's nice. Yeah. You have a very manly beard. Yeah. For a dwarf, <laughs> that's an insult. <laughs> you have a very manly beard. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a beard until an- it's not a beard until another dwarf can get lost in it. <laughs> it's not a beard until your wife can get lost in it. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's sexy, and that's what the wife says as well. Yeah, yeah. Ha. My parents agree. <laughs> um, women, they also get yeah. um, they don't get beards, but they their hair definitely grows long, and they get chin. Yeah, it's chin- nice and dowy. And yeah, exactly. For hours. Um, anyways, that's what you look like. Hey, Kai, what do you <clears> look like? Uh, Kai is a slight forest, uh, or wood elf. So he's like four foot nine, four foot ten. Yeah. Um, and he's skinny. He has, um, he has, uh, uh, a pale, um, pale, uh, uh, copper, uh, for skin. So it has like a kind of straight, I mean, it is copper skin. Like it has a shine to it. When he sweats, he looks more metallic and he has flecks of bright green on his face. So like the inverse of freckles. Um, and his eyes are this really intense blue and black, um, that makes him continuously look like if he makes eye contact with you, it looks like a feral animal. Um, he has, uh, three lines on his head. The elves don't grow a lot of hair. They grow some on their head and he shaves his, which is appropriate for uh, a monk, but he has the, uh, the King Koopa three mohawks. <laughs> so like one down the center and then one on each side of him. And, um, and he it's has a very human haircut. Yeah, it's a very human haircut. Generally, you just you forego any sort of uh, thing that could be mistaken as a fashion and shave your head. Or if you're his sensei, then you just kind of let yourself totally fucking go. Um, but it's never in between. But Kai, um, you know, it's it's such a light hair though that like it could be he just forgot to to shave he recently. The yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Uh, aside from that, he's draped in uh, monk's robes that are a very light, breathable wool. Um, and he, uh, he, he walks in sandals and, uh, keeps with him on his belt. There is a small wooden bowl, um, that is self-carved. You know, the monks actually pretty much make anything that they can. And the bowl is basically the only method of payment. The, the bowl, um, attaches to his, to his belt via a string. And it does everything from like when you pay a monk, you can pay him in food and then just fill it there. Or that's where he asks for, for, for donations. Also, um, for any of you who have been in the forest, you know that, um, they wear rings and things like that that they can slap against the side of the, the bowl that makes this resonating like sound. And that's a way to warn 
animals in the forest that they're coming so that there's no, so they know to avoid them because there's fucking elves are really, really quiet, but they don't want to scare forest creatures because that's not their home. The elves are guests. Um, So it's like that. And he always has his backpack over his shoulder, which has, which has like uh, fishing gear and, and digging gear and everything. Basically, He's a scum punk. <laughs> he's like a, he's like a kid you see on on like the side of the streets and like homeless, like uh, you know, with like a road dog and like all of his belongings uh, on his on his back, and he's like trying to br- blow through town. Um, that's what he looks like, and he also smells like it. Uh, he does not bathe. He he uh, doesn't take care of his teeth, um, and he has like he has soiled, filled fingernails all the time. All right, yeah, handsome fella, <laughs> Angela. <laughs> Uh, Gwen is, as stated, uh, six feet tall. She's still growing. Uh, skin is kind of an ashen gray, uh, from her. So, and there's, there's no mistaking her. She is, has orc blood, uh, just from the, the color of her skin. She has, um, long, coarse brown hair that she wears, uh, customarily in a braid. Um, she has, uh, tusks, uh, from her, her top teeth. And she is currently wearing <laughs> a pink gingham dress. It is her only dress, and she's had something of a growth spurt recently, so it's really more of a tunic. She feels really, really awkward as two people who are dressed for work walk up to the front of the the, the, the Colosseum, the temple, and she is in a too short pink gingham dress. Corlantis, uh, Offers you all three a nod. And it says, excellent, excellent. As you know, uh, we occasionally get uh, problems from goblins. Um, we have had the dogs out sniffing. Uh, they, they've, they've come back, a few of them injured. One has not come back at all, so we fear that he might have been eaten. Uh, the ones that have come back injured, we've noticed that they've had uh, uh, slight cuts on them. They are, uh, looks like a dagger, short sword. Um, so that's why we assume it is goblins. Um, they haven't come out into the uh, into the village yet, thank the Eternal, but we would like to run them off. Um, just make sure they're out in whatever burrow that they burrow their way in. Uh, fill it up with dirt. You know how it usually goes. Uh, if there's more than three goblins, please just go and find uh, a call for assistance and we will help. Mm. Any questions? No. Yeah, just put in the right direction. All right, well, uh, please uh, gear up, as they say. Gear up. Someone says. Anyways, bless the Eternal. Let the Eternal uh, drive your forces. And remember, do not leave the dome. Blah, blah, blah. Excellent. Praise the Eternal. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Kai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm already gone. I'm oh, halfway up the stairs. See you later. All right. Um, as you guys are walking... Uh, you guys are all together now as you get leave. Yep. Um, I'm sure you, do you go, are you going straight there or do you want to change? I'll meet you there. I'm fine. Oh, wait, we're waiting for her. You look very pretty, by the way. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I wish viewers could have seen the total absence of face, of like of response in Angela's face. It was the what? best. Right. So it's nothing really too crazy happens unless you guys want to do anything. You get dressed for battle. Yep. Uh, you put on your ch- chain mail. Uh, hey, David, you make sure that... I go to the town center, and I slump against the fountain or whatever we've got, and I hold out my bowl, and I just keep knocking my wooden ring on my hand against it and say, like, going to fight goblins, uh, you know, 
Please help. Going to fight goblins. Roll please a help. Uh, charisma check. Gosh, I really wish it didn't. <laughs> hey, 14. Oh, oh, yeah, this is a uh, minus one because of your yep. uh, charisma. So I got a 15, so minus one is a 14. I actually need to see what the skill mod checks are. Where's the uh, difficulty? Is it on this thing? Seven. <clears throat> Ooh, DC is seven? I'm fucking oh, no. <laughs> no, no, that's what you said. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, there it is. Uh, easy, medium, very easy. That's ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean, people are used to it. You get a couple people uh, tossing you, uh, one guy tosses you like a silver, mm-hmm. uh, another person tosses you, um, gives you an apple. Great. You know, nothing to, uh, some people just merely give you praise, which is, which is good enough, right? Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. good luck, son. And Angela, I'm sure you're getting your outfit. Yes. Cool. So you are now, in, when you guys finally meet up at the edge of the forest, uh, you see in the distance the dome is glittering, uh, kind of like, it, don't, it looks almost like you're peering through water. And as you look outside, you see two scorpion-like beasts uh, just absolutely ripping apart another crab-like monster. Well, he's not having a good day. And suddenly, uh, the, the two uh, scorpions, they both lock their tails into the crab, rip it open, and a dozen other smaller crabs, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like explode out over the, like, uh, scorpions, completely devouring them. Huh. So goblins. Yeah, Angela, you join them in leather, I guess? Yep. Yeah, okay, you're in your leather outfit. I, so, so, uh, the, the, the dwarf and the, the half-elf have jaws dropped. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why was it full of itself? I think it was getting ready to give birth to murder. They, they birth through murder. <laughs> I think so. You Do know, you understand nothing of nature? <laughs> I guess I don't. Uh, it's, it's like it's like a you know pine cone. You know when there's a fire, it kind of. No, it's nothing like a pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> No, so you guys are saying this as you walk yeah, into the, exactly. walk into the forest. I imagine the orchestra, like the half orc is trying to guide us. Just Keep stand. walking. Stop. Don't right, so stop and think about a, it. Yeah, we need a tracking roll. Tracking? Would that be survival? Uh, I believe it would be. Yep. I'm guessing. Yes, uh, yep. There is no actual tracking, so then I hope it it's survival. Then it is survival as fuck. Yep. So, Angela, this is going to be a medium test. All right. It's a little bit hard. <laughs> are, are we done? What is wrong? Like, like nobody else said anything that I snorted. I looked over at Jesus and he snorted at the same time. Well, I'm like, you started it. Oh. Okay. It's, my, it's medium. Oh. 18. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you start, uh, you don't find any goblin tracks as you're going through it, but what you do find at the very start of it is dog tracks. And you start moving through it. And the then dogs you start, have been this way. You start seeing a little hints of blood, and what is you, as you like sniff it and stuff, it you you, you assume this is canine blood. Uh, your orky senses are tingling as you grow uh, deeper into the forest. The forest is only about I don't know, maybe two three acres of forest before you hit the the very edge, and you are coming up on that edge as you continue to follow uh, these uh, dog tracks. And finally, Angelo, what you find is exactly what you're looking for, a goblin footprint. Goblins have four, f- uh, four toes. That's all on a foot. It's very much like a monkey's, uh, pair, uh, they can, they can grab onto, 
Prehensile. Yeah. They can grab onto things almost, uh, you've heard tales. Most of the goblins are inept that you've met, but if a goblin actually went past level one, uh, like say a level like eight goblin, they could probably, if somebody knocks out, like, you know, cuts off their arms, they could fight just as well with their foot. Huh. They can grab the shit with their legs. Most goblins don't survive that long. That's like hobgoblin territory right there. Hmm. Uh, these are, uh, you, you see a pair of tracks. And, uh, you begin following. Goblins this way. Right. Now, I'm going to need you guys to make kind of a stealth check if you're trying to be stealthy here. Now, if you do not have, I think it's called stealth. It is stealth. Uh, then you just make a dexterity check. Alright. Mm-hmm. This is medium. For me, I have a disadvantage when it comes to stealth because of my armor, so I roll it twice and pick the lowest one. Yes. Correct. This is going to be fun, guys. I've got a 10. And a whoop, seven. Thank God. I thought that was a one. I thought that was a one. Yeah. No, it's a seven. What? Uh, Twenty. What? Uh, Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah. And I have an advantage with uh, forests. Oh, so you I, I, have to, I have to look it up, but um, I think it's a yeah. It's an advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So wood elves good. when they're when they're in the forest, blah blah blah. Yeah. So the first yeah. one is better. Great. So. So, as you guys are walking, uh, you two are incredibly light on your feet. You are, you, you don't, you're not all grouped together. And that's like this thing that you realize you needed to do because after the first minute of you trying to stealth through this, and this guy's tripping over everything, oh! Oh! No! Who put this tree here? Yeah, exactly. So you decide, you know what the best way, you, you don't tell him this. You say, you say, let's split up into threes. You know, let's split up into uh, each of us, and it's a more of a prong attack. Uh, but what you're really going for is the loudest one of you is the bait. Right. Yep. <laughs> and this guy is the loudest one of them. And Jesus, you kind of agree, and then you look down to adjust the strap, and then you look up, and you're alone in a forest. <laughs> These guys are gone. Of course. Of course. You can't trust people. <laughs> <laughs> and right. uh, Jesus, uh, you are now just... There's a straight ahead of no, you. I'm you actually, uh, it's a it's a distance away, kind of a field uh, away, but you see the glimmer of the dome. You are very close to the edge, mm-hmm. and you just continue walking. Yep. And after about, I'd say, uh, thirty seconds, you you climb over kind of a ridge, comically because <laughs> you're, <laughs> son of a bitch, <laughs> and you kind of stumble and fall. And right there you land, right face to face, with a, it looks like a, a, a dog snarling. And then you realize it's one of your dead dogs. Uh, its face pulled back into a snarl. Ah, uh, Betsy. Pat, pat, pat. Oh, blood. Damn it. Yeah, it, it's been eaten completely. Like, it, uh, they've destroyed it. <sighs> Goddamn goblins. Does it look, actually I can't check, but does it look like goblins did it? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh yes. Oh. It pretty much has goblin, like, Spray painted on his face. Like, I mean, there's little Goblin bite. was here. Yeah, yeah. Goblins tend to, if they if they can, uh, they don't use utensils. Maybe they occasionally cut out meat, but they are perfectly fine at skinning it, maybe cooking it, and then just chew, biting into it like a sandwich. And you see little bite marks throughout the dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you stand up, uh, actually, I'm going to say uh, you two who passed your uh, stealth check. Mm-hmm. I need you guys to make a perception check right now. Kidoki. Uh, it's going to be a medium. Uh, I don't know what that means. A medium is a 15 difficulty check. Okay. Nope. 15, exactly. Okay. David, you are 
sneaking close to Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, and you spot the dog. Of course, you feel bad. You're you like dogs enough. Yeah. Um, Angela, the dog's dead. You don't care. I mean, it it's happens. an animal. It happens. It died. That sucks. Move on. And that's why you are kind of more aware of what's going on when you're like flicking your gaze around. Because you know goblins should have eaten all of that. Mm-hmm. They've left it out because they probably hurt him. And you start gazing around and you see two goblins in the tree. Uh, one has a spear and one has a, uh, a, a short sword. And they're ready to dive onto Jesus. I'm going to take out my short bow and pew! Okay. So what we're going to do is, Angela, you're going to get the first attack, yeah, and then we're going to roll initiative. Since you are surprising them, Angela, this is a, an I advantage. I get an advantage. You get an advantage. Yes. I think I'm doing advantages right, people, but if not, you can yell at the comments later, but I'm liking them. Yep. So, Angela, roll. And uh, actually, uh, I need to get the goblins sheet out, but I think I'm ready for it. Nice work. Mm-hmm. So starting with a 16, plus whatever my other stuff is. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, 19. we got better. 19. Nice. Twenty, twenty-one, twenty, twenty-three. 21, 23. Okay, their armor class is 15. So <laughs> you dominated that easily enough. And so you, you pull out an, a bow, a, a, an arrow, lock it, nail it, fire it, hit him. Let's see how much damage you did to him. Now, uh, what's the threshold for um, criticals? Uh, criticals if you roll 20. Just 20. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure on that side. Yeah. Certain classes, certain abilities, as you level up, it decreases to 19 or 18. Like okay. a might fighter friend. Did we figure out whether we add our attribute bonus to damage? I know with melee, you do. So that's actually something we need to look oh. up. So, hey, Zeus, uh, how about we check that out right sure. now? So right now, you nailed him for what? Uh, well, it's six before okay. without any bonuses. You know, we're, Jesus, check it out right now, but okay. we're going to say right now, yes, your bonus goes okay. into your... Uh, that kind of makes sense to me. I know with melee, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? They, uh, yeah, I think with... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, weapon attack ability. Oh, wait, that's still just attack. So never mind. Types. Damage rolls. I think that the different arrows... I think it compensates because different arrows have different thresholds for... I don't think I'm making this up. I know comments are going to tear me apart on this one because I always fuck up these rules. But I think that you don't get the benefit of the damage, but I think that would have counted as a critical because you had a 19 because you can get different kinds of arrows that no, go in you the... you can't. You can't? Not that I saw. I saw Motherfucker. I could get arrows. You know, guys, this is us. So yeah. let's chillax. Uh, we're going to... Nope. Jesus is going to watch out for the combat and read about that mm-hmm. since he's going to... Uh, we're going to... And then... But for now, Angela, we're going to say it does not count. Uh, only melee gives you that bonus okay, modifier. But Angela, you nail this thing uh, in the gut. Uh, it says, like, it, that's not a, Wah! and he kind of flips forward and hits the ground. As it slams down to the ground, you add your dexterity modifier to your attack roll and your damage roll when attacking with a ranged weapon. Eight, then. Yep. You nail this thing through the eye. <laughs> Table flip. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it says, Wada! Again, but it's dead before it hits the ground. It, was, <laughs> it slams into the ground right next to Jesus. Ah! Jesus, it's raining men. Um, <laughs> goblins. I, I went for the uh, the one with the, the short sword, so yeah. the one with the spear is still up there. Great. So everybody, it's time to make an initiative, which is your dex. Uh, this is dex roll. And add your modifier. God motherfucking damn it! <laughs> Son of a... Unsurprisingly, David rolled a one. I rolled a three. Eleven. Yeah. Twenty. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, boy. 
So what are we looking at? Twenty? Three. One. Plus your dexterity. Yeah. A a roll of a one, I think, is always a roll of a one. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say that. Okay. Uh, Because I'm eleven. Eleven. Great. But what'd you roll if you got a three? A three. I have no oh, dexterity. You don't, oh, yeah, you're, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were Dex is my best oh, yeah. attribute. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, uh, since you are the only one that's been seen, uh, you did it! Uh, it says as it dive bombs down on top of you trying to hit you. Okay. Now, I'm going to say it has an advantage just for the fact that it has a height and it's that's falling fair. down towards you. It hits uh, 17 plus, I think that is a, oh, minus one, so seven, 16. Doesn't hit so, me. Oh, it doesn't hit I me. have an AC of 19. Yeah, okay. So it comes down. I block it with my shield, yeah. and just throw him off, throw him off me. It actually, you like, oh. it, it's, uh, it's spear sticks into a, uh, the shield as you hold it up, <laughs> uh-huh. and it kind of expertly flips itself up, uh, grabs hold of the uh, branch overhead with its, uh, if it's, Feet and he pulls out a dagger. Goddamn green monkeys. Okay, so who's next? That would be me. So, uh, so it's fallen, it's dive bombed onto Jesus, but it was kind of tossed away. Tossed away, but now it's it grabbed onto oh. the branch overhead with its feet. Now it pulls out daggers. It's ready to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Yep. Uh, notch another arrow. Sadly, has plenty of bubblegum, so. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. It is. 16 is its armor class. This is field. Where's that go? <laughs> Three. It takes it to the... It, it kind of takes it into the shoulder and kind of wobbles a little bit. <laughs> okay, and now we move on to David. Nope. We didn't roll a one. Yeah. I rolled three. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus goes. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You, I thought you already went because you threw him off. No, no. But that was just... That was color. That was color. Yes, sure. Okay, okay. go ahead, bro. I'm gonna, just going to punch it in the face, I assume, with my axe. I was going to say, <laughs> you can punch it, but you're not David. Uh, so you punch him with your axe. I punch him with my axe. That so, makes all right. sense. All right, so... That's what dwarves call it. When you hit him with your fist, it's just slapping. So it's going to be a <laughs> modifier plus d20 for attack roll. Fuck you. Seven. What is it? Five Plus five, so seven. With my attack modifier, right? Do you have a proficiency in axes? I. Why do you have a plus five there? Because my strength is three, and then plus two because of my proficiency. Oh, okay. Is that how it works? Yeah. 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 So he's a th- plus oh, two. Oh, okay. Strength. Okay. Then so plus eight. Two. Uh, this guy he. Wait, eight. You rolled a three. Didn't you? I rolled a two. Oh, right. two plus five, five so it's seven. seven. Yes. Okay. That misses. Yeah. He kind of like spins the goblin b- bends its back like a crazy mm-hmm. snake, and you just swing under it, swing and a miss. David, mm-hmm. it's your turn. Okie dokie. You are still hidden, so mm-hmm. you are doing this at an advantage. And also, this is <laughs> this combat breaking out is a complete shock because as I was sneaking through, Angela noticed a goblin. I noticed a rare orchid. <laughs> That's not normally seen in these parts, and it's really early in the season. Okay. <laughs> also, the loveliest shade of purple you've ever seen. So beautiful. Would, yeah. Okay, so... You can either look at the orchid now, or <laughs> I rolled a one. I'm I'm foregoing my turn. You know what? That's because fair. I will give I will give you that. Yeah. So it would, be, it would be it would be a moment where everything kind of focuses on me and the orchid, and it's just my eyes and just the orchid, and then like a pan flute would be playing in the background. <laughs> uh, make a check. Uh, make a perception check. By the way. Okie dokie. Eleven. So that's a sixteen. Uh, next round. Uh, 
the goblin is going to throw a dagger at uh, both of you guys. What? He is going to, for the first roll, is uh, Jesus, uh, 16 plus, uh, oh god, nope, 15. Nope. Cling! <laughs> and Angela, I love uh, my job. this one is at uh, disadvantage. <laughs> disadvantage, you roll a 20 and then a 9, so 9. Uh, both daggers fly off uh, and hit the trees. Of course, uh, <laughs> uh, David, uh, you are being attacked. Okay. By another goblin. Okay. Who's jumped out, uh, completely stepping on the orchid. Son of a bitch! <laughs> All right. Wow. 20. 20. 20. Right. Cool. Okay, so he hits you. Yep. Um, and he is uh, attacking with this, uh, a dagger. Can I, can I get a d4? Uh, D4. Cute. Alright, so. Haha. <laughs> one. Okay. Double damage. Yep. Two, motherfucker. Okay. So. Ow. Not to brag, but you sort of got nicked. Yep. But no, of that's course, huge. Two the, damage is huge for a first level character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Alright, so All you right. guys are up. Uh, me first. Yep, Angela. Uh, I'm still going for the one that uh, threw a dagger at me. Who does that? You're shooting. Kind 20. Of- wow. Nat 20. Wow. Okay. 12. Six. 13, 14. Okay, host couple is getting a suspicious <laughs> amount of 20s. <laughs> Uh, Angela, this thing, it's, uh, it pulls off the, uh, an axe from its back, and you shoot it through the eye, and it goes through the eye, goes through its, like, skull, and goes through its hand, so it yep. just looks like it's surrendering, so it looks like you just tortured this thing. It just kind of sways there, and after a while, it's feet... like, pin it to a tree, too? Uh, its feet are actually, uh, are, like, clinch onto the branch, and it's just stuck there. It's dead. You uh, hit it so hard it got taxidermied? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus? What's up? No, just, okay, so basically it'd be my strength plus my, if I have a proficiency in a weapon, I would add a plus two to that, right? Yes. But I also have a proficiency in strength, so that's another plus two? You add your, you, you, you add your proficiency a... and you add your strength. Proficient, Modifier. The proficiency in strength is for saving throws. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah so that is just for saving throws. Oh, it's the same rule either way. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. So you're adding five, I believe. Yes, this is going to be adding five. So go ahead. Uh, there's one more. Uh, you hear a, uh, Orchid, no! <laughs> <laughs> and then a stab. Sure. You turn around and you see a goblin attacking this guy. What else? All right, I'm going to hit in the back of the head with an axe. So five plus. So it's 12. Nope, missed it. Nope. David? All right, punch it in the face. Finally. Yeah, hey. that's a bunches. Uh, that's 15 plus, uh, four, so 19. Yep, nailed it. Okay, sweet. Uh, so I'm gonna punch it in the face for four damage, and I'm going to do my follow-up attack. With uh, my but other. four damage plus your strength? I'm sorry, four damage plus, actually, because I'm a martial artist, I get to use my dexterity bonus. Fantastic. So that's a eight damage. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So your follow-up attack, go ahead. Yep. Is an 18. Roll again. So that is a 7. Kill it. So that is a, yeah. How do you kill it? So you punch this thing in the face. Ah! Um, yeah, he slashes me. I spin a total 360. We square off for a second. 
you know, martial arts movie style. And then I kind of dip, do a hop and punch it square center in the chest. But I punch him in a way because I know that there's a tree behind him. Sends him back into the tree and then back into me <laughs> where I punch him with my other fist. And that one sends him through the tree. <laughs> yep. And with that said, there's a silence. You're welcome, little man. Hey, I distracted you for you. See no. that? Didn't even touch me. I'm your warning system. There's eh? a big scratch on your shield. Oh, my mom made this. Oh, God. Oh, oh, st- stay back. Stay back. Huh? You hear what? the voice. Angela, you would recognize this voice. It's Taffy. You little sh- In the back. You don't see him not now. Uh, make a perception check to see if you can find him. Can I have annoying little brother bonus? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's wrong. Can we all roll or just... Oh, uh, no, everybody roll. Oh, yeah, right. you're, you, you don't see... God damn it! Seven. Why? What? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> you're in... Remember, remember, you I'm get in, an advantage. Yeah. Wait, is that a one? Uh, no, it's a two. two. Get, you, you're, in, you're in the force, so you have an uh, advantage for your perception rolls, don't you? No, 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 no. And I looked don't it up, me. actually. I, I don't get an uh, advantage for stealthing. I am allowed to try to stealth in... Like mist, rain, like all co- any natural setting where a normal person was like, no, you can't fucking hide in like a heavy windstorm. Like I can actually give it a shot. Oh, okay. uh, so, anyways, two. <laughs> you look at the orchid. And just, <laughs> no, I mourn the orchid. Think of what could have been. Okay, Jesus. I rolled a nine. Okay. Eighteen. Angela finds him again. Okay. Angela, uh, you kind of spin around. Uh, his voice is echoing, and then you kind of look towards a tree, squint your eyes. He's in. The, he's like in going north. Uh, closer to the, uh, whatever it's called. The, oh, so uh, the, he wasn't talking to us? No, no. Oh. He's, you do not see him. I take off. I don't even say anything to anyone else. I just start running. Was that another goblin? Where the hell she, oh, god damn it. Okay, so you guys are, uh, running. Uh, Jesus, you're a little bit behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I'm so out of shape. <laughs> um, the steel isn't leather like you. Punks wear. Yeah, it's steel. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's as if uh, a day of lifting heavy things with your upper body and then drinking till you pass out doesn't help with cardio. I That's... don't really understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, Angela, you burst through uh, the, uh, the the brush and uh, you see uh, Talvi. Uh, he is thrown over the shoulder of a very large goblin. Uh, most likely a, a goblin, uh, a hobgoblin or a goblin box. Um, and a goblin box? Boss. Okay. Uh, uh, kind of a chieftain. Sure, and, uh, sure. the goblin is, uh, there's four little goblins around him and they're carrying him towards the bubble, the, the, the edge of the dome as if they're going to pass through. Yeah, I'm shooting. Okay. So how we're going to do this is, I'm sorry, there are three normal goblins mm-hmm. and then there's one boss goblin. That's what I'm calling it for now. Cool. Um, All right, so, you guys, Angela? Um, actually, first I was going to ask, how does rage work again? Uh, you tell me. Yeah, can I see the player's hand? Oh, you thing? can't do it. Uh, ra- I do know can rage I... only works with uh, melee. Uh, which is fine. I have melee weapons. That's fine. All right, how about we do initiative as uh, okay. you guys break through this? Give you guys another chance. Well, to... yeah, much better. 19? Yeah, um, 19. 18. 12. Okay. Uh, so you're 18, uh, hey, David? Yes, plus four. So 14 plus four. Right, Angela, as you're looking up how to do uh, rage, I'm going to go to David. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Um, so yes, I am, I, uh, I can enter a rage as a bonus action, which I guess is kind of like a 
reaction sort yep, of thing? Sure. Yep. Yeah. So, um, because I'd like to point out that I have the, um, both I have a bond. My family is the most important thing. Also, I have a flaw that violence is how I solve all of my problems. So there is no talking. There is no negotiation. <laughs> there is, um, Gwen very calmly sheathes her, her arrow, her, her bow behind her back. And then she takes the great axe that's been hanging at her side, kind of tosses it between her hands, and she's like, <laughs> She lets out a monstrous roar. She just kind of, it's almost animalistic how she just charges. Like her, just the way her muscles move under her arms mm-hmm. and her, in her arms and her legs. It's very bestial. Almost like, kind of like that goblin that you, as it was like darting through the trees. Gwen just lets out this monstrous Roar and just charges straight forward. Go ahead, Angela. Um, this, uh, yeah, you guys get to him. You, you, you can run to him by now. So who, which one are you attacking? The one that's carrying Talvi. Um, I'm the only one that gets to carry Talvi like that. <laughs> you'll uh, be, okay, you'll be at a disadvantage because you have to jump over the other smaller goblins covering its back. That is fine. Um... Can I use inspiration to negate that? Yep, you can. T- you can use your inspiration anytime you guys want. So okay. you have no inspiration after this. Give me your thing. Give me your black bead. <laughs> Thank you. Nineteen. Wow. Uh, plus strength, uh, twenty-three. Uh, you hit this thing. Yes. <laughs> but she was aiming for Talvi. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Uh, so that was 1d8. It technically could hurt Davi with this, but I'm not. Not with that sort of rule. <laughs> well, he has a special ability I'm going to be oh. using, but... Oh, come on. Um, 1, 5, uh, 7. 7, okay. Let's see how much HP this motherfucker has. Okay. Um, Angela, as you're jumping and you let out a roar, this thing spins around. Its face is burned. Like, this thing has seen damage before. Um, but as he spots you, he can't tense his head to the side and he activates his hero shield, which is he grabs a (gasps) goblin and just holds it in front of him. And that goblin is split down the middle. And then it just tosses the goblin to the side and and then, uh, pulls out his own axe. What Uh, a hero. Uh, and he's actually, uh, grabs Talvi and holds out in front of him like a shield. Mm-hmm. So now he has some uh, extra armor to, to help him out. So uh, whenever you're attacking him, it's going to be at a disadvantage. Really? Really? Talvi acts as armor? <laughs> I've met that kid. <laughs> you would have a better time wrapping yourself in Charmin and going into battle. <laughs> okay, so you... There are now two goblins and a goblin boss. Mm-hmm. Well, we can just you're keep welcome. pissing off the goblin boss. Yeah, I mean, right, so you two, uh, who goes next? Okay. Oh, uh, did I, I roll for it. this guy? Who goes next? I, I had a 12, so you're next. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going to charge at uh, one of the other smaller goblins. Okay. And hit it with my fist. Hit it with your fist. Uh, so it's a 9 plus, so it's a 13. Mm. 13 plus... Oh, just 13. Just 13. Uh, you miss. Okay. Uh, you uh, you try to hit it. Uh, it dodges using its monkey-like reflexes. Okay. And Jesus, go. Okay, cool. I go after one of the goblins. I'm not getting in the middle of a familiar dispute. 
Oh, oh! You're going after one of the goblins. After one of the goblins, you're going after. You're going to attack. I'm going to attack a goblin. I thought you were going after them. I'm like, yeah, you're holding your action. I'm polite, but I'm not that polite. Okay, so (laughs) you are attacking a smaller goblin. I'm attacking a smaller goblin. Gotcha. That makes more sense. Words save lives. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) phrasing, dude. (laughs) So five plus uh, seventeen. Nice work. Yep. Damage time. I need one d eight, please. Uh, here you go. Thank you. So it'll be three plus eight. Ooh, nice. You, like you. you just cleave this thing down the middle. It'd be like it, it, hold, hold, it pulls out its dagger, yeah. looks up at you with that arrogance that only a sixteen-year-old <laughs> goblin can know. And then you make it twins. You split it down the middle, and the other one just kind of just stares at both of you and takes. Off like a bat out of hell. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's running away um, because, damn, that was vicious. Um, the uh, goblin boss uh, is going to take a attack at Angela. You know what's fair? That's fair. Twelve. Does not hit. He uh, he swipes at you with Talvi first. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, he have a proficiency in younger brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's attacking with uh, his sword at a disadvantage. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and he he goes to uh, to, to uh. attack you with his sword, and um, at that moment his foot catches a root. Oh, it was a, he rolled a one. Okay. Uh, when you roll a one, no matter what, at an advantage or disadvantage, you always take that one, just yep. like you always take the twenty. I think. Yep. His uh, foot uh. his foot catches no. Because you rolled a 20 and a 12 before when you had a disadvantage for one oh, of your NPCs. And you said he's going to, he takes the 12. Yeah. Okay. Well, of course, you know. I, he's at a disadvantage, so mm. you can't get lower than that, so he doesn't need to roll the second time. Wait till I roll again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll figure these out. Yeah. But you know, the rolls are actually really streamlined. This is yeah. going pretty. His foot hits the, uh, a, uh, a root and he stumbles back, uh, through the dome. With Talvi? Yep. He's uh, and he stumbles back with Talvi uh, through the dome, and uh, yeah. So right now you're staring at the watery. You, you see, you see it like the translucent. It's translucent. It's very easy to see through. It's kind of like under the dome, like that. But you can yeah. walk through it. Um, he stumbles back, um, and th- yeah. Okay. Next, it's David. Yep. Have you gone yep. yet? Looting the corpse. Oh, okay, so you reach One down. One of the split corpses. Yeah, let's split it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, uh, reach down and you, uh, you pull out, uh, it has, uh, a lot, uh, it has like two silver and, uh, some, uh, some chicken, uh, gizzards. Cool. Nice. Oh, and I'm sorry, this thing also will have a, come on, give me some items that they have. I can't believe the monster thing doesn't have that. I would, I think generally they want you to use the trinket, um, Oh, really? Yeah, because they said that the trinket thing can be used to populate monsters. Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Do you have trinkets in the monster manual? No, it, but it's like 174. Mm-hmm. David? Mm-hmm. What's 72? A silver teardrop earring made from a real teardrop. It's a silver teardrop earring. <laughs> That's awesome. Not from a tear. Not made from a real, real tear. teardrop. But it is actually finely crafted. Mm-hmm. Clearly more crafted than what... It didn't make this, clearly. Yeah. It, yeah. This, this is fine crafted. Yeah. And clearly not from this town. Um, you guys have some decent jewelry. This 
probably was in dwarven make. It has uh, you guys don't really do artisan as in teardrops. No. You 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 guys love square. Like dwarves are all about geometry, like mm-hmm. squares. Anything that you can build upon to make it stronger. This is a teardrop. This is this screams human make. Mm-hmm. You would say, as if there wasn't uh, Talvi being sc- screaming through the uh, the dome. It also means you spend some time in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you loot the corpse. Yep, I'm running through. All right, Angela, you uh, you uh, give chase. Behind. All right. Wait, wait. Gwen, Gwen, in this life we get many brothers! <laughs> oh, I wish he'd used your inspiration already, because I would have said you needed one for that. Oh, God, I'm so good. <laughs> it's really like, you get many brothers. Oh. So, yeah, you charge through the gate. Uh, it's kind of like walking through a waterfall, but you're not wet by the end of it. So you just kind of... It phases you just a little bit, keeps you a step behind, and as you all come through, uh, you guys see Gwen still taking off as this uh, hobgoblin is, or this goblin boss is booking it as quickly as possible. Talvi, of course, back over his, its shoulder. Um, everybody make a perception roll except for Angela, who is taking off like a bat out of hell. Did you break something? Eight. Mm-hmm. Broke it all. Uh, 14. So, uh, perception? Yeah, it's, it needs to go over 15. 19. 8. Uh, Jesus. Why? Legs tall. Why? You are, yeah. <laughs> you legs tall. Why? <laughs> so you are bundling after Angela, who is gone bestial at this moment, just like a leopard, uh, chasing a gazelle. And David, uh, you start running, and then you kind of, as you guys break the trees, you kind of skid to a halt, and you look to your left, and there's two scorpion, giant motherfucking scorpions, probably like a fields away, like I'd say a stone's throw, a football fields away. Okay, um, so a Tom Brady throw. I saw a Tom Brady uh, throw. Fuck you, New York. Um, they're they are in the moments uh, of just like just staring at each other in deep intellectual conversation. You're sure, <laughs> naturally. And then you see their tails start to vibrate. Mm-hmm. Tails twitch towards you, mm-hmm. and then their heads all turn towards you, and then they start lumbering. Oh, no, 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 no. One scorpion's enough. <laughs> so now I, I, I Gwen! Yeah, I okay. So me. everybody needs to make a athletics check. Uh, this thing's going to be running like the best of them. Ooh, I like you. Mother. 24. Fucker. Because athletics is strength, I'm at advantage because I'm still in my rage. Yep. 12. 18, 22. God damn, dude. Yep. 24. Okay, so Angela's catching up, and what'd you 24. get? Wow, Jesus, yeah. you are just, you, you, you pull out your, uh, your flask, take a sip, and you're like, there we go! <laughs> We're not fast, but we have a lot of endurance. Yeah, you guys are, you, you're just bumbling, like, it's really kind of comical. Imagine a baby just suddenly just, just speeding up forward. It's, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, this goblin, he looks behind it. Uh, and notice, and just so you know, uh, goblins are very small usually, but these goblin bosses, uh, uh, they are clearly the chieftain. They're, they're kind of a mixture of a goblin and a hobgoblin, uh, if they got together. So it, it's bigger. It's like a human shape. It's like five, eight. Talby's pretty small, so it has it over its shoulder. So that's why I could carry it. Uh, it looks behind it, and it not only sees, like, Angela in full rage mode, her tusks, like, boring out at it um, probably sees the scorpion as you scream Gwen yeah. and it, then it sees a bearded baby taking <laughs> off after it yep. it decides the best thing it could do for itself is turn and 
shock put uh, <laughs> Talvi right at Angela's character. Okay. Yeah. I also um, bring it. I, I got a six, so I get wildly outpaced by the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're terrified by the scorpions that are yeah. coming after. No, us. I go back for the dwarf because I know he's slow, <laughs> and then a blur <laughs> races by me, and I'm actually knocked on my ass from the force. Apology. <laughs> Um, Angela, your HP, uh, hit? Uh, 14. Yep, yeah. Cloudy's suddenly, he's a lot closer, and you, ah! He slams right into you, and you both tumble. Yep. And this thing is, this thing's running. So you are now knocked on your ass, Angela. Jesus, what are you doing now that Talvi's out of the way? And this thing's, it, it's still running. It's still running? Yep. Uh, you are outside the bubble. That though. is That true. is one thing that you need to realize. This is... Yeah, you're right. You guys occasionally play a game... Jesus, you have a flashback to when uh, you right. were uh, when you were just a wee lad, uh, a sprinkle in your father's eye, a baby that barely could run or drink or drink. <laughs> um, you were probably ten, and uh, there was a dwarf, Doric, Doric, who was yeah. fifteen. He was uh, he was my idol. I wanted to be just like him. He could drink four or five beers in one go, which he, is very impressive to a small child. Yes. His thing was he once was dared. No, he would be, if you were 10, uh, you were a lot younger. You were like 8, and he was 18. And uh, you wanted to see how tough he was. And you heard he occasionally went outside the the bubble, the dome. And I went right up to him and said, you can go out the dome? I bet you couldn't go. What's the farthest you've ever gone? Like 5, 6 feet? You're not impressive at all, Doric. And he went 20 feet. Ha. And he almost made it back before the scorpions got him. You are thinking about that as you, you pass Angela's, uh, Gwen and Talvi, uh, a crumbled mess, and you suddenly realize that this is the, this is far past 20 feet. You are 50 feet away from yeah. the, 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 the yeah. you know. Yeah. And as, as it pauses, like, this might have been a bad idea. And, and I turn you, around and see two giant scorpions setting our direction. Yes. We, we, uh, And you see David, of course, screaming, Gwen! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, David, uh, you are approaching. Uh, Angela, you are still... Are you in rage mode? Until I you... rage for one minute. Has it been a minute yet? Yeah, you know, you're pissed. Mm-hmm. You pick up Talvi ready to beat the hell out of him because right now you're just seeing red. And then as you pull back your fist snarling, he's like, Ah, God! <laughs> and you're like... You kind of snap out of it. And then I start shaking him by his collar. What are you doing? I, I'm stopping the... I was stopping the goblins. I, I told you I could track them. We tracked them better. Yeah, I found them first. <laughs> no, you didn't. Listen, I'm glad you guys are having this conversation. I killed two of them before you were on the scene. I killed five that you didn't find, and you'll never find their bodies because I had disintegrated. Scorpions! You all look <laughs> towards David as David comes stumbling up. <laughs> Damn. Very large. Score. Biggest houses. Looking at us. Coming this way. Yeah. Half the Tom yeah. Brady. Away. <laughs> as you turn and focus, there are two giant, probably as big as a carriage, scorpions, quickly scurrying towards you. Um, uh, not blocking your way from the dome, but if you do not fail an athletics roll, <laughs> if you don't pass an athletics roll, they're going to catch you. Okay. Nope. Um, Around you is just a bare field. It looks like a wheat is growing here. Um, in the distance, you see some mountains, 
Maybe you think you see some uh, hints of a pond about 100, 200 feet away, and then you see the shimmering dome. Mm-hmm. And of course, beyond this, like a mile away, you see a giant, like Godzilla-like monster just rampaging. Like they, they, you do see, like hints of, oh, this is beautiful. There's, those scorpions are babies compared to what you see around you. Okay. They're just not so close to say, like, the Godzilla looked at you right now. It would probably be here in like I don't know, thirty seconds and kill you. Yep. Like no fight, you die. Okay. Yep. Run, run yep. back into the back into the dome. I throw uh, Talvi over my shoulder, much si- very similarly <laughs> to how the goblin was carrying him. I can, I can run. Nope. All right. All right, athletics. Yep, this is a moderate. A moderate. Oh, eleven. Oh no! Not even close. All right. Yeah, eleven. All right. Eight. David, you are booking it. And yep. David, what'd you roll? Uh, let's see. I got uh, twenty-one. I think. So. Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah. You are booking it now. You're you, you didn't stretch. <laughs> that was the problem in the beginning. Now yeah. you're stretching. Yeah, exactly. You start bounding forward like yep. a freaking nut, like a, 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 a monk a, should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, as you turn to say like, "Oh, we're almost there," because you are you're right there. <laughs> uh, you turn back and you see that. Uh, bo- uh, the scorpions are yeah. pretty much blocking their path. Oh, son of a bitch. And right. you guys both skid to a halt as uh, both scorpions like kind of just like meander right in front of you. Um, they're, they, they're not close enough to attack this round, but you guys stop running towards them. And they are, you see their eyes, uh, the, they have three eyes, one eye, two eyes uh, in the middle and an eye above that. And you see uh, one turns red, the other turns red, ah. the other one turns red, and then they all turn red. That's terrifying. And then they start moving forward. This is what you two see. Uh, what do you uh, What do you do? Hey. I look. Uh, I look at the. I look at the the scorpion problem, and then I look at the dome, and I look back at the scorpion problem. All right, I could most likely die trying to save people's lives, or I could look at the dome, find the bard, and tell her to sing the songs of my dead friends. <laughs> Uh, and I just flip a coin, uh, and I catch it, and I look at it, and I like start marching towards, sneaking towards the uh, scorpions. You guys are now paused. The scorpions are uh, moving towards you. They'll be with you next uh, round if you don't get the hell out of dodge. So where are you going? So the way to the dome is blocked. Yes. Okay. Right now they are stuck. Oh, they are in your path. Okay. Uh, Talvi, uh, he, uh, starts hitting your shoulders. He's like, let me down! Let me down! I, I know what I can do! You're going to get eaten! Well, I know what to do! Fine. Right. Right. Ever make it, should make an initiative. Roll. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, initiative! 17. 7. 2. This thing goes, these things, uh, go at 6. Uh, 6. For six. Uh, Talvi sure. goes at 20. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Uh, Talby he reaches into his uh, his little pouch. Pouch, sure. And uh, it's a European handbag. <laughs> Euro- his European handbag, and uh, he starts. Uh, he pulls out a book and starts mumbling a couple of uh, incantations. Stupid nerd stuff. And uh, then he uh, pulls uh, out uh, something from his pocket and blows on it, and suddenly uh, a web slings forward uh, towards one of the things. And it hits uh, one of the thing's legs and uh, tapes it to another one. Nice. And, yeah. it, and it kind of in that one kind of slumps right into the uh, kind of 
it changes its direction so much that it hits into the other scorpion, uh, kind of distracting them for this round. Running again? You can take a. You can make a run. All right. Is it still at fifteen? Because yeah. Okay. Yes. Twenty-one. Nope. Oh! oh! I think I broke my leg. <laughs> what one. did you roll? One. I got it. One two. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you guys? Okay. So, what happens is this. You're all running, and everything's looking great, and Tal V books it. Like, this boy doesn't do an ounce of work. He lifts, like, his, his exercise is lifting the tombs in the library. Yep. But he's finding inspiration. So he is booking it like a, a nerd can, um, runs right past these things, uh, Jesus, you're with them, they join with David, Angela, you're about there, when suddenly um, a, a tail comes and lashes out at you. Ah. <laughs> 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 Roll to one, but it's... <laughs> Roll to one. Screw you, this Scorpion. forest is haunted. <laughs> it's, it's cursed. It's wow. a cursed forest. But it slams was... into the ground in front of you and knocks you off balance, ah. so you're on your back. Nope. However, uh, you guys have are pretty much right next to the dome. Mm-hmm. Um, you... Push. Talvi, get inside! Yeah. yeah. You guys pushing Talvi through? No, I kick him in. I kick him through. Yeah, yeah. Talvi stumbles through, <laughs> and you guys are standing there, and you turn around, and Angela, you're kind of crawling back on your, okay. on your back, trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. These things are starting to right themselves okay. up. My bond is those who fight besides me are worth dying for. I'm rushing back in. Okay. Jesus, uh, you, uh, everybody can just, uh, I'm gonna say these things go last, just because I like the scene. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, uh, this is go around the table. Jesus, you get to attack. Okay. I'm going to attack its tail, trying to make it move. So five plus. Ooh, nice. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, you, uh, these things have a 20, so yeah, you hit. Okay. And damage is uh, 3 plus. Nice, 10. Yep, you, you, you dig your axe into its uh, tail, uh-huh. and Icker, like, burst yeah. out. Uh, oh, it's going to uh, take me hours yeah. to get off the massive it bear. mills. Horrible. Uh, and it thrashes oh. around, slamming its claws into the ground, shaking the earth around it as it's in pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, you can get to go to do something. Yep. Uh, I'm going to, uh, distract the other, uh, the other scorpion by, by flanking around and then throwing a dart at it. Yep. Right into the eye. Yep. You gonna go for the eye? Uh, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, you tried. How about this? You throw it, it bounces off, uh, Yep. You try to hit the eye, it bounces off like it's made of concrete. Okay. Now, Angela? Um, I am, uh, ki- like, kind of being shadowed, mm-hmm. like, overshadowed by the, um, the scorpion. So I still have my battle axe in one hand. I take it in both hands now, so I get my two hand mm-hmm. bonus and try to just strike at its underbelly. Great. There we go. 18, 22, 24. 24. So you dig into it. Uh, well, we have to roll damage. You definitely hit. How about that? Nice work. Uh, 12. So this thing, the ichor explodes from its stomach, yeah. dowsing down on top of you, and suddenly it, it starts conversing. It slams itself down. It claws ah. down. Uh, the other one spins around towards you, uh, ready to attack, when suddenly 
uh, a giant creature like Talon grabs hold of the scorpion, rips it off, and you see that, that pterodactyl-like thing is carrying it away, leaving the, uh, the healthy one still around. Um, and then suddenly you see another uh, I, uh, another shadow over you as another pterodactyl thing is coming down for it. <laughs> and as the pterodactyl thing it has its talent on top of it, this scorpion spears it through the neck, slams it on the ground. The entire ground around you is shaking, then cracking. And then suddenly the ground under all of you, all the creatures, all of you, is gone and you're falling into the darkness. Ah! So I guess on three, one, two, three. Ah!